care. Like for my cheat day, yeah, I couldn't even imagine. That would be like, I like pizza. I make a big pizza and a cake. Okay. I love cake and I and I love pizza, right? Good choices. I'm glad you didn't say like, I have five celery stalks instead of four. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, ladies, and welcome back to Herspective, and welcome back to lockdown. I knew you were going to say that word for word. (laughs) Well, it's reality once again. We are, well, I shouldn't have said lockdown. I'm in red zone, and actually so are you when you officially move away. I know, and it's crazy (laughs) because I just signed over my address, which is the weirdest thing ever um, today. So yeah, the move is happening in a few days. But yes, currently right now, I'm in Toronto and I am in pure lockdown and that sucks. Yeah. But hopefully this time (laughs) around, it uh, gets better. People really pay attention and like think about what they're doing before they do it and wear their masks and all of the things. So we can get out of lockdown. I know, guys, let's like make a collective agreement to end this for once and for all. I thought we already had that agreement going, but clearly we didn't as the cases like yesterday, the cases were I think already today or something are like 1500 already. That's like, holy fuck. It's not even been one day of lockdown yet. So let's get a move on, folks. Yes, but I do not want to spend any more time talking about that. Um, it is the holiday season. I can't believe we're at the end of November. Like, I honestly feel like we're still in October or something. I, it's just, I keep looking at the calendar and be like, right, next week is December. I I know. And anyone who knows me knows that I am like the most psycho for Christmas ever. Um, and it's actually killing me that I haven't been able to put my tree up yet because, Obviously, I'm moving. Um, so I move on Wednesday. My tree will be up by Thursday and all will be right in the world. <laughs> and I'm the opposite. Like, I will wait it out. Like, I don't rush to put up the tree. I don't know why. It's just not ever been something that I felt like needs to be up the minute Halloween's over or anything like that or the minute Thanksgiving is over. I guess because my mom was probably like that, so I'm just used to it. But we did start a little tradition in our family here where on Grey Cup, not that I watched CFL or any football for that matter, but the CFL Grey Cup weekend, we just started putting up the tree and I guess because it's just like something – that Canada is Cute. watching and then Aww. there was no Grey Cup this year. I don't actually even know what weekend it's supposed to be on. So I think we missed it. Um, so we will be putting up our tree next week. <laughs> nice tradition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might have missed it. Well, there was no Grey Cup. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, no, I think that's actually like the cutest In fairness story. to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not a complete yeah. Grinch. Uh, we'll let that slide this, this year only. Like don't even try that next year. But no, having um, those little traditions like setting up the tree, it becomes obviously not like a chore. It's like, oh, I I just love it all. I love it all like a psycho. (laughs) I know. I love Christmas too, but like I get the most excited like the day before, like Christmas Eve. Like then I really like I'm super excited to just like see family, which who knows if that's happening this year. Uh, But like 
eating yeah. and just having like all this time together and just hanging out and just I feel like everything smells different when it's Christmas time too and I know that's super weird but for me there's like a smell that comes with it and I love it it's like just yes fresh and like wintry and spicy yeah. and so I like wait for that scent in the air and that's what like triggers my excitement about Christmas like I love buying presents and I know that's not what Christmas is about um but I I love to see people like get excited about getting something that they're not oh my god for sure like I know that that's not what about but giving presents getting presents I'm not gonna lie it's like the best thing ever um (laughs) but you're right the smells the scents smells and scents <laughs> the smells the tastes um <laughs> all the senses <laughs> all, all of the senses like literally everything i i do super love and uh because i make a, a big effort to like contain all of those christmas things to christmas time so then you can look forward to it all year and it's not like i'm having like eggnog all year round or you know whatever it is um because then it makes it way more special <laughs> i'm a year-round eggnog drinker i i had to confess Just it a glass of eggnog <laughs> on a hot summer Summer's day. <laughs> yeah, a hot cocoa, a hot Christmas cocoa in the middle of summer. <laughs> no, there's something wrong with that. I feel like eggnog just reminds me of the anchorman bit when he's drinking milk and he's like, milk was a bad choice in the middle of like San Diego heat. Anyway, <laughs> hilarious moment. <Ew. laughs> eggnog was a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> in, thir- in 35 degree weather. Ew, I, it curdles before it hits the lip. Anyways, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Slight tangent there. I guess there's a time and place. Absolutely. And Christmas yeah. is the time and place. And it is so soon and it's and it is exciting. It's going to be so different this year, though. I'm just like, what, what is this going to look like? This year is going to look like a lot of Zoom calls as if we're not already so friggin' sick of those. Um, but, like, just recently with my family, I had to – we're scheduling the Zoom calls and, like, getting the timing for all that going because we're not going to be together. And, like, it sucks so much. My mom's like, let's just all call each other right before we eat. I'm like, okay, I think that's, like, the one thing we can forego. Um, I don't need to watch you guys eat. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the one year I, I don't have to do that. That's okay by me. I'll call you after for a wine, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's one thing we can check off the list. It'll be the watching each other eat because there's nothing that is more yeah. disgusting than that. But it is it's, it is awful, well, though, because, like, that's be when weird. my family is, like, the most, like, rambunctious, like, at the dinner table, af- during and after yeah. our big Christmas dinner. It's just, like, noise. Like, you don't actually know what anyone is saying because everyone's just yelling no. and talking over each other. And But we're all laughing, and it's, it's just, like, such a good vibe. So, I mean, I will yeah. definitely miss that. And I want to know what other people's traditions are. Like, hopefully our listeners can send us – yeah. What they do every year, whether they celebrate Christmas or whatever they celebrate. But at this time of year, do you do something special? Is there a tradition that you and your family have? Because they're actually, for my husband and I, one of the traditions that we've started over the last couple of years is we go shopping together like the day after or after Boxing Day and spend a whole day together and do our kind of like Christmas presents for each other Meaning, like, we buy what we want <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're together. But then we do a nice dinner. It's more about, like, that's a day that we just spend together. A little Christmas tradition that we've been doing. So 
want to know That's what other so people cute. are doing. I love that. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice. And I'm yeah. glad that we've started it. Yeah. So you guys let us know what you are all doing because I want to hear all the super cute ideas so I can start doing them too. So you can copy. Because <laughs> Jess can't actually think of anything on her own. She needs someone else's tradition. No. <laughs> this is the problem though. I get in the Christmas spirit co- uh, November 1st so by the time Christmas comes I'm like really like all traditioned out like I've done it all I've had the Christmas movies and all the carols and I'm now like okay what else to do because I need a lot of traditions to fill all that time so. <laughs> <laughs> big problems over here folks yeah seriously <laughs> but I have to say one thing that is depressing me right now is the fact that Shit's Creek is over. I mean, I know it's been over, but, like, it was over for me just about a week ago, and I actually became, like, a little bit too obsessed with the show and the characters, like, to the point yeah, where I'm like, they're too. my friends, yeah. I think. No, it got to the point where I'm like, I am David. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am I Alexis. Like, I am them. I was, and I just want to be them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I also decided that I've, like, embodied David, yeah. Alexis, and Moira. Not just David and Alexis. Um, I am all of the characters at any given moment. I, I just love how they can unapologetically be like ridiculous or, you know, be authentically them. But there is no like this is just who they are. And I want to be like that. Like, I wish I could be so ridiculous sometimes. And I'm just jealous and want to be them. Yeah, well, they are characters. Uh, but I don't think <laughs> so I don't think Catherine O'Hara <laughs> actually behaves that way. No, and she does also not but... Alexis. But I could see I could see Dan Levy maybe like that is who he is, which I love, and he should never change. Yeah. But um, I I also just love that it's a Canadian show, and oh yeah, they killed it like everywhere. Like the world became obsessed with that show, and they're Canadian actors, a lot of them. And I just think that's so fantastic. Like, shout out to Canada and the different artists that were producing. Like, I watched the AMAs last night and Canadian acts were just crushing it. Like, the weekend took home everything. Yeah. No, you're right. We are – I love how we're, like, Canadians are are doing such a good job. It's, like, us. It's, like, our good work. Like, we are just on top of the world right now. We are killing it. Like, we are so talented. (laughs) I will take ownership (laughs) and credit for all of their By hard Canadians, work. Yeah. we mean Jess and I. <laughs> we it. are within that ranking. We belong yeah. to be named among the weekend Dan Levy, yes. Catherine yeah. O'Hara, Justin Obviously. Bieber, Sean Mendes, all of them. All of Obviously. Drake. All of all of the major Canadians, the only ones that anybody actually knows about. Yeah. So we appreciate the recognition and Yeah. Thanks guys. Everyone <laughs> out there. <laughs> all right well we have an amazing show we had to uh get a few of those things off our chest uh but we do have an awesome guest joining us today we are chatting with carla gillis she is the ceo founder and creator of kg lifestyle she is a fitness mindset and transformation coach she's a ball of energy also Canadian, yeah. <laughs> uh, from Nova Scotia. She's our uh, our East Coast girl. So she talks to us about all sorts of things in the fitness industry, uh, diet, exercise, but also mindset and how important that is 
if you are trying to achieve any kind of fitness goals. She breaks down some stigmas and misconceptions about the industry, one that I was pretty surprised by, Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of our listeners will be too. She is just so fantastic. She's a wealth of knowledge. She has such a great account. She has so much information. We can't wait for you guys to hear this episode. You're going to love it. And Carla gives all her details of where you can find her and get in touch with her if you have any questions. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Carla. Yes, welcome, Carla. Thank you guys for having me. We're so excited to talk to you. This is an episode that we wanted to do for a really long time. And I feel like any time in 2020, really, but like near the end of 2020, it's like so fitting. 100%. Yeah, we certainly need to have your type of vibe and energy and information coming at us right right now as much as we can. Yeah, health (laughs) is definitely our greatest wealth right now. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people are kind of struggling with all aspects of health right now. Mental, physical, psychological, all of of it. So we are so intrigued by you and we love everything you post on Instagram and just like you seem like a very real fitness person and I know we're gonna get into like (laughs) that because I'm doing air quotes when I say real Um, but why don't you and fitness person yeah and fitness person (laughs) I love it (laughs) but I would love it if you would like fill our listeners in on just how you got started on your fitness journey and like why this is the path that you've chosen. Sure. So for me, my fitness journey started through um, what you wouldn't think. (laughs) I wasn't always healthy and fit. I was, I have to say during my high school years, all of that, I was the model child. I did wonderful in school. I was into sports. I did all the things I was supposed to do the way I was supposed to do them. And growing up in a small town, um, I had never experienced the city living. And so I lived on, I had horses and you know, those kinds of things. So I never experienced all the things that the city brought. So when I was 18, I moved to the city and I actually enrolled in cosmetology school and I started to become a hairdresser. During that time, I got in with all the wrong crowd and Uh-oh. the lights and the, the all the action in the city just took me. And it can was, I just ask which city? So I was in yeah. Halifax. Okay. okay. Yeah. Halifax, Nova Scotia. Okay. And yeah. And then I actually was a hairdresser at the time and met a guy while I was doing hair and he ended up being... Um, a major drug lord, and I had no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well then. <laughs> so little did I know, little country girl just believes anything anybody tells you, and I didn't, um, I, I had no idea or even anything to, signs to look for or anything like that. It just wasn't in my vortex, right? I had never been around drugs or out, like much of alcohol. I was very, um, I was a good girl, you know? And so I met this guy, long story short, moved to Vancouver, and that was... East Coast to West Coast. Yeah, East Coast (laughs) to West Coast. And that is when I got in, completely lost myself. And I got into drugs heavily. Um, That went on for five years before I had come back home to my family, got myself right. The way I did that was... 
I was at a point where there was nowhere left to go. You had, hit, I rock had bottom. hit rock bottom. Yeah. And so, um, thankfully, I had an amazing family who understood and were willing to be there to help me um, rehabilitate myself and get back to who I truly was. And so I moved back home, and that was in 2007. And that's when I basically kind of just surrendered. I decided I knew that I didn't want to live the drug life. I had been kind of taken by the addiction of it, so it was stronger than me. So that's kind of um, what like took it so long for me to uh, to get a hold of it because the addiction was so much stronger. Well, it often is, right? It is, like it's right? people yeah. say, "Oh, well, you can quit if you really love your family. You can quit if you love That's your children." Right. You can't. Like, no, you can't. Those people no. have never been addicted yeah. to anything. The addiction is like gets a hold of you, and it doesn't matter if it's yeah. if drugs addiction or food addiction or addiction to negative toxic people. Like, there's just so many different realms under that umbrella, um, and they For all. Sure. Uh, like dehabilitate you they they own you so in order to for me to kind of get my strength back was either um go to rehab or go home with my family which was my form of rehab and so that's what I did and I basically surrendered gave up everything I worked day and night I didn't know where I was going I went through ups and downs I cried I screamed I fought myself I wanted to go back into drugs I didn't because I had something inside me just I I, I, I didn't want to let anyone else down I had kind of lost hope in myself but I had just Mm -hmm. felt so uh, bad for my family and putting them through worrying about me and all of that stuff so for me um, I think that's where um, the motivation came from to really see it through. And so I did for a full year and literally never looked back. And during that year, I developed so many other skills um, by just being home and not having anything around me to get myself into trouble. So um, that went on. I moved back to Halifax and that is when the basically my life changed and I wasn't you sure. You avoided all the drug lords there, right? So, well, so <laughs> I knew that going back to Halifax, I was going back into that um, environment. Lifestyle, environment, exactly. But I knew I wasn't ever going to let myself go down that road again um, because I had kind of felt like I, f- I truly feel this. I had been saved um, because I used to pray at night that the addiction would go away Um, and one day, that day that I called my parents when I went home, I I truly believe that my prayers were answered. And then I had a responsibility to fill, um, going forward because you can easily slip back. And so because I had been given this gift of, uh, freedom from the addiction, I, I, I worked really hard to maintain that and to build myself up stronger and stronger and stronger to become still I hadn't didn't know what but I just knew I wasn't going to go back there so I went back to school and I became an executive assistant and it was funny because that was within the first few weeks I had moved back to the city got a place 
and I had, uh, it was a little bit outside the city, so I had to take a bus. I had to walk 20 minutes, then take another bus, and then, so it was a lot coming from the way I had been living, but I believe that that was what kind of set things in motion because I had, my, my soul was so driven that I mm -hmm. didn't matter what was put in front of me, I was going to achieve. I had, I had my, my mindset and that was it. And, and that is the key is one, once you get a hold of this. So I went back to school one day was a huge snowstorm and I walked out and there was buses were off the road. There was no cabs. And I'm like, Oh my God, I have to take two buses. Like, how am I, what am I going to do? So I waited it out for a little bit and the school closed and I was sit standing inside the doors because the one first set of doors were open and I was literally like, what am I going to do? And there was a few other girls there. So during that time, I thought I'm going to walk around the front of the building and see if any of the buses are at least in the front because we were on the side. And so I walked around the front. It was literally a blizzard. All I saw was the good life sign. And so there was a lady waiting at the bus and she said there hadn't been a bus in an hour. So I thought, well, clearly this isn't going to come. So I'm just going to go in the gym. Something drew me in there and it was the weirdest thing. Wow. Yep. And I'd never even seen that it was in the same building where I was attending the school. I'd only been in the school for a few weeks, but I didn't even know that the good life was right around the other side. So fitness was really like not on your radar not at even all. anywhere and nothing to do. No. And you know, like, I mean, I, I, I tried to be healthy. I didn't really know what that meant and, and stuff like that at that time. So walked around, went, went into the gym and I thought, I'm just going to go in here and there's nothing else to do. So I needed to kill some time. So I walked. So you thought I'd just go work out? Right? Well, I would, I, you know what? I didn't even really know. And so here's where the, the big part of like listening to your intuition and following the signs, even if they lead you nowhere, it's for a reason you were meant to go to that place. So I've always been an intuitive person, like where I felt like if I, if I had a sign or drawn somewhere, then I would go check that out. And so I did and walked in and I just thought, I'll just check this place out, maybe get a membership because I was at school there and it's right there. And I'm thinking, maybe I will start to work out. I don't know. Right? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you like, it's like you fell onto the gym. It just literally like... <laughs> did. And like had this blizzard not ha had this all the, the events that led up to me walking in there not happened. I don't know where I'd be today. I don't know if that would have. You wouldn't even know it was there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I go in, I'm standing there there's people all working out there's a guy and we kind of just caught eye contact and he was one of the trainers and I just went over to him and I said I'm I'm actually taking a cl classes at Eastern College around the corner and I was just wondering I said what are like gym memberships or you know like I, I said I'm kind of waiting for the bus and told him what happened and I said <laughs> I was just thought I'd come in and he's like yeah he's like come here and I'll show you around showed me around to the gym there was a bunch of girls at the time that were getting ready for a competition and I was just I have goosebumps right now <laughs> Aww. I was like, wow, look at these girls. They look like phenomenal. They're in the most amazing shape and they seem so strong. And they were like, 
just confident and everything about it just drew me even more. And I thought, holy shit. I was like, and at the time I didn't have any extra money. All my money was going into me going back to school and back to the city because I had kind of started over from scratch. And so then I said, he said to me, he said, listen, he said, I'll do, I'll do this for a favor for you. He said, cause I, he said, and this is just, I feel like sometimes the universe like when you know, when you make a decision, you're going to do better with your life. The universe will help you. It will bring people or situations or circumstances or whatever that will um, help get you to the next level if you're open enough to recognize them. Absolutely. You know? We talk about that on the yeah. show a lot and we fully believe in like... I think you started manifesting like when you were still in Vancouver, like asking for like the addiction to yes, be gone yeah. and to have the strength to get over it. And in some way, I totally believe that the universe kind of answered your request, One, right? Hundred. And it sent you on that new journey to back home and go to school. And it gave yep. you that power to overcome the addiction exactly. because only you could do that, yeah. right? That's and right. So, That's right. But it also gave you a tool in order to do that because some – like, what were you addicted to? Can I, Cocaine. I Oh, okay. So that's a that's a big that's one. A big that's one. a toughie. Um, that's a toughie. That's a yeah, toughie. Cocaine and ecstasy. Mm. Oh, so yeah. If I wasn't so, so those cocaine, are tough ones. <laughs> Yeah, so then it, I think that introducing you, like, through the craziest, like, manifestation, intuitive moment, having the gym there, really helps and gives those tools, because those are hardcore drugs. Oh, yeah. Those are hard to just You can't kick. just stop. You physically go no. through withdrawals. Like, when I went through um, the process, I... I couldn't sleep at night. I sweated. I I wanted to just do it again so bad because I knew that that would just yeah. take all the feelings. Take away. Right? And you're almost learning to live again because you're lost for like five years. You think of that. If you're under the influence, your poor brain yeah. is not even functioning for f that many years. You literally have yeah. to learn things again. You know? Yeah. And Well, learn how to like face normal things because exactly. normally you turn right to cocaine or yeah, how to you know, when you're partying ecstasy anything um and that's a kind of drug that it's not like you know heroin or crack where you can still function kind of and still go to work mostly uh depending uh, obviously but right. so exactly yeah so you can you have to learn how to do all those normal sober day things without it exactly and and that's crazy and yeah and it, 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 there's something about it does and it's you, you are like in a constant depression so and and that's the the the, the effects of the drugs over long term yeah. that you have to find your your you, like you have to recreate yourself almost yeah. well the drug kind 100%. of acts as your cure-all right like exactly. well i don't feel good i'll take your the drugs confidence. i am depressed i'll do drugs i'm bored i'll do drugs i want to stop doing drugs i'll do I'll drugs do drugs yeah exactly <laughs> it's yeah. like your language you don't your subconscious mind only knows that and you're drawn to people doing it too so then when you're at like a party or when you're in a social event like that's controlling all of that as well like when you're going to do your next line who you're going to talk to right now because that's going to get you your next line or whatever exactly. right so literally everything is affected yeah yeah 100%. you're so immersed in it if that's who you're hanging out with too right like there's just no escape it's every the corner people the places and the things that are around you are going to 
you, you, my dad used to say, you are who you hang out with. Oh, 100%. And I used you to are get who your so friends mad are. at him, right, when he'd say that because I liked my asshole friends and my drug addict friends. <laughs> and I was like, you can't say that. I, You know, you were fighting for them because you are them. Yeah, you absolutely. Exactly. You're defending yourself. You're defending yourself, right? So I, yeah. So then he told me the price of the gym. I couldn't afford that right then. And so I was like, he, it was the, again, the universe. And he said to me, he said, you know what? I'm going to do something for you. He said, I am going to train you. He, so not only was he helping me out with the gym membership, he was going to actually help train me for a competition. So I'm like, what? He saw so, you. He's like, hot little blonde. Um, I'll train you, please. <laughs> you're like, you're doing me a favor. You know he, said to me, he, said, he said, I see a spark in you. And he said, I'm not going to lie. He said, sometimes people just need a chance. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I was like, I will make you so proud. So that is what wow. I did. <laughs> That's pretty major, though. I mean, it really did everything lined up right it like it, I, you can't not yeah. believe in the signs and like the universe oh my in the God. universe no and it gets even better as the time goes on absolutely right? well first i just want to say like normally you know how people are like you have to be open to the signs you have to listen to the signs but like i feel like in this case is literally the bright yeah, sign no, like, they couldn't, <laughs> like how do you them. yeah and i think so yeah. what happens sometimes is before you become intuitive or you recognize those signs because you've got to be kind of living in um, um, in a certain way to be able to receive those signs because you can get signs and miss them every day because you're not intentionally yeah. living or, you know, and so... Yeah, or those, you don't want to Do you have advice yet. for exactly. that? Exactly, you're not going to see them. Do you have like a, an advice or an idea uh, for that? Because I feel like a lot of people do live in that I area. Do. You know what? And it might sound funny, but yoga and meditation. And I am not joking. That slows your roll. <laughs> that slows okay. the cycle of everything. That. It chills you out so that you create space and you can allow messages. You can allow signs you can allow because it's not that they're not there it's we're not seeing them so when mm. you become um more relaxed you're more receptive to those signs that you're going to see because you're in alignment with that type of lifestyle so they're going to be obvious to you when you slow things down and like create some space within because we live in constant chaos and Absolutely. everybody we do we're all it, up it here is. it's in here <laughs> we're all and mental you know, and you know and it's like we tell ourselves like I have so many clients that say when I tell them to do an exercise I can't do that and I'm like you didn't even try because we have this mental state of mind that we can't do that or we're not that good or we're not that strong or we can't that 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 person has this or that or they can do it because of this but we without even trying you know I'm and that person I've been well I've yeah. been that person yeah, as soon as I've like walked into yeah. the gym or when I have worked with a trainer or even just a friend that is like really into fitness and like knows their stuff and they're like okay so we're gonna try this move and I'm like I can't do that right and, and I mean, it's different because they're like, well, okay, then don't. But yeah, like, yeah. with somebody who actually knows what they're doing, <laughs> it's like, yes, you can. And I have had a trainer that's like, 
yeah, you can. Why can't you? She's like, never say can't. You can never no, say can't. So I know, yeah. right? It is really all a mindset. And then it you is. try it and then you yeah. do it and you're like, oh, right. <laughs> Maybe if I just try oh, things. Look at me yeah. doing that. And you know what? That little thing right there that you said, it was when you're like, oh, that did so much up here that like it, it might not yeah. have done anything to your body. But what it did up here is going to change everything. Yeah, definitely does a reset because yeah. your brain's like, oh, we can do that. Oh, so next God. time I, I, we're going to do said it. I I couldn't and I did. And then you're like, so it's yeah. almost like starting to rewire your neural pathways because they all are, are wired the way that we have lived our lives. And our subconscious mind is like a gatekeeper. And it just sits there and it literally is the program. And so everything we've done up until we want to change is really hard to change because it's a program that has been repetitive over and over and over and over and for years. So when you go to try to change that, you're going to experience negative feelings or pushbacks or whatever that is because you're, it's, it's so crazy and I'm still trying to figure out why it is that humans want to remain in our comfort of our zone where we don't grow. Yeah. It's a survival instinct. If you don't venture out, then you're not going to get hurt. Yeah, ego. Our ego doesn't want to get hurt. And so we just don't try. We remain where we are and we pretend that we're this or we, you know, we live in this fake world of what we wish we were, but we won't actually try to be that because we don't believe in ourselves enough that we can do. Absolutely. And it's funny because we've had different mindset coaches on and then just people that aren't like don't specialize in say like mindset coaching or just successful yeah and and I mean gnarly she was on the show and she said almost exactly the same thing like our subconscious controls pretty much everything Everything. we do and it keeps you in that position because it's designed to protect you and it doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily mean and like what you said just survival but it's not like life or death situations it just protects you from feeling not good Mm -hmm. in any kind of way that's right and it likes to be comfortable it yeah once it gets to know a certain way a routine a thing it's it likes that it doesn't like change because it doesn't know if that's going to hurt you or what is going to so it's like you said it's a protection but we're being like held back by it so that's the hardest part is coming is overcoming yourself right but those little things those little wins every time like I can't do it and then you do it that's yeah. there you just overcame yourself and every day you can set yourself up with little things like that that will uh, over time like completely change your way of thinking i love that little like mindset tweak i guess because every successful person knows there will be failures oh, along yeah. the way there will be things that you know stop you for a minute but then so then you can live in that path where you're you're like I'm gonna fail because I failed before and instead of and then kind of continue. That's- Otherwise, you can say you know what I can't do it and then you do overcome it. So you have that little bit of positivity. So it's like choosing to focus That's on right. the positives. Which beast do you instead feed? of sitting on the negatives? Yes, exactly. Every yeah. day you have to set an intention. Whether it doesn't have to be something yeah. big and crazy, it's going to be something like I am going to be positive today. I'm not going to judge anybody or myself today. Or you know, and and yeah. when you 
it sounds like people think it's like, oh, I'm going to say that and then I'm going to have an amazing day. You will if you do it over time because you're reprogramming yourself to know that you control this shit, not this. This yeah. is, this is like your everything. You, you, it, our, our mind gives us access to the world and our thoughts and our feelings create everything, either our action or our not action. So when you can, direct your thoughts and everybody has wakes up sometimes in a shitty mood or you have a bad thought or somebody pissed you off or cut you off it doesn't have to be like this massive like I'm always going to be positive from here on out like this is who I am and that because that can be detrimental and just simply unrealistic like that guy that cut you off it's still gonna piss you off but like whether or not you dwell so for me I had a shoulder injury and so when I practice yoga like you know you get really flexible and I'm scared of hurting myself again so my small intention every practice I'm just saying I'm gonna have a strong and safe practice that's right so my intention is super small but having that like guide me through each practice I've started doing things that I didn't even think I could do like like positions and stuff so the power of the subconscious is just unbelievable and the thing that is always fascinating to me is that when we talk about it and like in situations like this like on the show a lot we talk about it as if it's like two there's two separate things there's you Mm -hmm. and then there's the subconscious but it's all you it's just one thing so we have to start treating it even though yeah. it feels like we're fighting ourselves, but you're right. We shouldn't see it like, okay, that I'm the enemy of me. Like, even though it does feel like that sometimes because you're like, hey, bitch, get mine this. again. Um, right? We're the same it's thing. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. Well, I see, I'm always yelling at myself, especially like, today yeah. I had a, a booty bar class and I'm I'm all I keep thinking every single class I'm like yeah. your ass your ass because I'm trying to grow it so I'm like I can't do it I can't do it I'm gonna die right now like the hundredth squat I'm like you can fucking do this and I did it I'm right? like okay so you're like so okay like so I fight, didn't die but I, I did it so Carla yeah. you obviously have like such a cool amazing and transformative story so you you went to the gym and you had the trainer work with you and he gave you that shot for some miraculous reason. And I use that word on purpose. Maybe he was a guardian angel. Yeah, he could have been a spirit guide. I'm going to shout him out, Adrian Vino. And he's still a trainer at Good Life in Halifax at the same gym. Adrian. Love you, Adrian. <laughs> You're Guys, changing lives. Guys, go see Adrian. And, you know, You're changing lives. Funny story. Hey, he is. He's absolutely incredible. He's one of the most amazing personal trainers I've ever met in my life. He's so inform- like informative. He knows his work. He explains everything. And so he literally gave me a program and he said, you go, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to eat. And the show's in four months, I think it was. And I'm like, whoa. But I was so excited. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm like, I can come over here every day after work. He believed in me. And I'm like, I got to make this guy proud. So, and and I and I believe honestly that I I think everybody's, curse is truly a gift if you recognize it as that and you take your curse and turn it around and give back then it never really becomes a curse instead to me my addiction now was my blessing and that sounds fucked up to say <laughs> i get oh, that yeah. though i get that for yeah sure. had, totally. had i not That's been an addicted soul and like literally climbed my way out of there I never would be able to help people the way I do today and understand 
authentically what they're feeling and going through, you know, to be able to help them do the same thing. And that's where, how I think a lot of healers are born is through their mess or their mistake or their whatever. Their struggles. Exactly. Long story short, I fast, I did this, I uh, trained, fell in love with it. During the exercise, cleaning up my diet, I felt like inhuman. I felt superhuman. I'm not joking. I don't know if it was just that I had never eaten clean food and exercise, so I'd never experienced endorphins. I had never experienced the feeling what like food can do when you eat the right things. So I literally was just like, my energy just went wah, and it's never gone away. And I just felt this crazy inspiration inside me and that was it and I did one show I played second in my first show wow (laughs) what kind of shows are you talking about like bodybuilding yeah so I was a figure competitor so we had there's a bodybuilding there's physique there's figure there's bikini and there's fitness so they're all different categories and and figure girls are quite muscly and so years later I competed competed I did five, six shows. I went to nationals and played seventh in Canada. Wow. Yeah. And I literally, that was when I realized the competing was kind of not where I was going to stay because I loved it, but I realized it was starting to take over, you know, instead of it being a hobby, it was now I wanted to win. I wanted that pro card. I wanted that trophy. And so being intuitive and always paying attention to that gut feeling and exploring it, I realized I was like, okay, I'm going to take a step back here and just see what I'm feeling. And I was getting so muscly that I was starting to get uncomfortable in my body. Why were you uncomfortable? Because of you didn't like how it looked or? Okay. I was so muscly. It just felt like too big. I didn't even know myself when I look in the mirror. I'll send you some pictures. Uh, you won't even know me. It was just uh, like, I remember looking in the mirror one day and I was like, what happened? How did this happen? Yeah. I had shoulders on me like this. I saw a picture. You did like a side by side on your Instagram. Like I saw, I saw your shoulders and they were so oh, big. Yeah. Like just yeah. rip. And so that is when I took the personal training course because I started wanting to understand the anatomy and the like everything behind the training. And I didn't even at that time really even want to train people. I just wanted to understand more for myself. Right. So that's what I did. And then I started training people because it fell into my lap again. I was literally took the course and then I was doing, we had to do our PT hours. So you have to walk the gym and try to, um, get clients and they, that's part of the whole personal training program and for me I would just walk around the gym I was training for competition so I was ripped so all the girls came running to me and they were like will you train me will you train me so that's kind of how my training took off because I I guess when you are what you like they they have trainers that are completely out of shape Yeah, I always wonder about that. Right, and you're trying to sell your services to get someone else in shape, but I'm like, how does that work? Yes, I ask that question too. It's like the hairdresser with really bad hair. Yeah, exactly. Like if that is your industry, if that you are your 
own poster, right? You're, you're an you're, advertisement. Exactly. <laughs> and when I when I do go into the gym and I see the trainers, I think like, you know, maybe they're just starting. Right. Uh, they're passionate about what they're attempting to do. But I also think on the other hand, though, maybe they seem more relatable realistic approachable for other people that maybe are just starting out on a fitness journey but also inspirational because it's like they can do it like there's a girl and I hate to say it, but I've seen like bigger um instructors and I'm like okay if they can do that's this right. then I can do this and I don't know if that's mean no but- it's uh, well so here's the thing I just I I believe every industry that you're in you you need to represent that well yeah there's, I mean, there's, it's a really interesting thing and that's definitely something that we want to get into because obviously there's so many different body types and some body types just cannot look a certain way. You can tell by looking at somebody if they're healthy and just thick, that's, and there's nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with any size and I have to say that it's what every person is comfortable with. It's just being healthy so that your body can support your weight. So if you're overweight to the point where you're getting knee issues and diabetes and all the things are happening physical and internal, well, then that's a whole nother story, you know? Right. Yeah, for and sure. I, but I mean, re- really back to the point, like if I am someone who is choosing to embark on like a fitness journey or a health and fitness journey and I'm seeking out somebody in a gym or somebody that works like is a trainer works in the industry I am going to be drawn to the person that looks the part the part um, for sure and I mean and that's something that we wanted to chat about is like this is a really hard thing and I think this is probably something that people you know find challenging and end up not going through with like the next step of being of getting into the gym or getting a trainer because they don't know where to start or who to start with and there's nowadays like there is just so much online that it is overwhelming. It is almost impossible to know what's true, what's not true, yeah. what works, what doesn't work, who 100%. is selling just like selling for the sake of it and who is mm-hmm. honest and, and dedicated and really truly wants to help people achieve their goals. And mm-hmm. um, there's so many different things that make you believe that like, oh, you just take this and then maybe like you run a little or you yeah. – uh, work out for like 20 minutes a day and all of a sudden you're gonna have like a supermodel body like right you know, or eat this or drink this yeah teas yeah. gummies yeah. um chocolate bars yeah. just supplements like break that down because that yeah. to me is one of the biggest issues with the health and fitness industry because there it is just endless and I know right. it's like a billion dollar industry 100% that like for somebody who just doesn't know enough like how are you expected to know where to start right so I would say first of all do your research and Instagram Facebook are such great uh, resources for finding out who your trainer is and what they represent and what they do how they live what their focus is you know things like that Um, that's a major thing is finding that person that actually knows what they're talking about. Now, that's just literally researching yourself, talking to people that may have worked with the trainer before, seeing before and after results from the trainer. Um, that's, that's the hard part 
is because there's so many people that have those accounts that have great pictures and all, but you can really dig into those people and find more if you really try, you know? You just gotta do your due diligence when it comes to that. Um, with the qu quick fixes, never work. So there's no supplement, there's no tea, there's nothing like that no. that will work. There's, there's no things that'll help. Stomach trainer, there's no or waist trainer. No, well, well. So here's the thing. Like we want to know what's true and what's not true because yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, before so, and for our listeners, before they go down any rabbit holes or yeah. they get like sucked in by this like the Kim Kardashian um, like tummy tea, all that stuff, like. Help them now before they go too yeah. far to be disappointed. Exactly. So first of all, you want to start a program. You want to clean up your diet. Do you have diet tips? Like just quick, like always have this every day. So or? protein is key to staying lean. Okay. Protein, 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 high protein. I'm actually going to show you something I brought. <laughs> just because I knew we were We love props. Protein. <laughs> so this is collagen oh collagen what's the difference between the col collagen protein and, and what does that say collagen so this is this is great like collagen this is just pure unflavored protein okay. it's bone marrow this is a great way to add more protein to your diet you can and it's collagen so it's going to help your skin nails hair all that stuff so tell our and listeners so, what it is like the name and everything because they can't see <laughs> yeah so sorry guys so this is called great lakes collagen and you can get it at Natural Solutions in Toronto. There's lots of different locations. When this is the one I use faithfully for years now. And you have great hair. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, I use Monet. That's a whole nother. <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> but yeah, so there is tips and tricks. There's lots of things that are going to help you get to where you need to go. But first things first, you need to cut out the shit. You need to stop with the processed food. That right there, because that's chemicals. So half the time people are eating that stuff and you're altering the way you think. Whether you think that or not, those foods have so many different ingredients. We're, we're, we're seeing now that they're, it's, it's plastics. Yeah. There's things that are fillers that are put into food. So that there is going to literally like just have you thinking clearly are you just disgusted at the thought of like a mcdonald's burger yes disgusted. i, <laughs> I want to be there threw it at me i'd be like what? i i just can't i i don't even know I, I i couldn't even tell you the last time i've like it's not even something that's in my radar like for my cheat day i couldn't even imagine yeah what's your cheat like, meal I like pizza i make a big pizza and a cake i love cake okay and i and i love good pizza. choices I'm glad you didn't say, like, I have five celery stalks instead of four. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys, do you guys follow The Rock? He posts his cheat day meals and it's like feeding a family of four, like the uh, obscene oh, amount of food. Like <laughs> I would live for the cheat days. So, I do. Like, and people say, like, I pick one day a week. I eat clean six days. Actually, I eat clean five days. Then the sixth day, I'm flexible dieting. And then the seventh day, balls to the walls. Give me all the things. But I mean, you are obviously very, very regimented because that is yeah. your job. Like, again, you are your own billboard. So that's right. You're choosing to look a certain way for like what you do for a living. 
I mean, I just think it needs to be said that, like, that isn't a lifestyle that everybody necessarily needs to have unless they're looking to. Yeah, um, we need to have some of that. Yeah, 100%. but I 100% agree with, like, clean eating or, like, cutting out processed foods. And yeah, I try yeah. really hard myself to not include any of that in my diet and my yeah. family's diet. But, yeah. I, you know, I have young kids. They like all that crap. But I, I do try hard to avoid it because that's just something that's going to carry them later in like carry through later in life well exactly and I don't want them to develop that addiction I didn't have it as growing up because my mom's a crazy health nut and right? thank god I think thank her for it now um but I I think like obviously we could totally get into how to eat clean yeah yeah um and I think people should 100% follow you for that information because mm-hmm. your account is so like we love it because it was so real and oh, I want to actually go back to that point that you brought mm-hmm. up just when you said you did a side-by-side yeah um and yeah. that is something that I that kind of like sealed the deal for me um yeah. when I was we were looking to, to chat with somebody about all of this because you kind of break down like a misconception in the yeah. uh fitness industry so yes. I need you to tell people what that is, like the biggest misconception. So the biggest misconception is that weights won't make you bulky. They definitely will. They 150% will. You heard it here, people. You can quote me on that. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) Because I lived it and I was not training heavy. I will tell you that right now. I was not. I think I'm a little behind the times because I thought... For sure, weights make so you So that's bulky. the thing. That's the problem. This is they where do. people weights need that. Yeah. Right. But this is where the issue comes in is that people say it does. I shouldn't say people. Like, it's trends, right? Like, one minute, it's like, oh, yeah, like, bulk up, weights, weights, weights. Right? So there's, what's the famous quote on Google? And I, and I wrote it as a post, and it was hilarious because somebody had posted, they're like, Get in that gym and lift those heavy ass weights, babes. They won't make it won't make you big. And I'm like, wait, that's like from 1900s. <laughs> what do they <laughs> think does make you big? I don't know. I think that just sounded good to get people working out back in the day because it was like trying to keep but and and like everything changes over the years. Like back in the day, bodybuilding was vegetables and protein. Now bodybuilding diets are fats, carbs. It's a whole different world. Because now, the science, because you start to, exactly. they start to realize things different evolve. things. Exactly. And learn more and understand the body better. But yeah, like that, that is really interesting though, because, and that's something that kind of like stopped me in my tracks because yeah. when you said that in your post, because that is a tool that the fitness industry uses to attract women specifically because women get so fearful of like oh well I don't want to look like a man quote unquote if I lift weights and so then hearing like you won't you won't just follow my three-step program and you'll be lean and and thin and you won't be bulky but you still get to lift all these heavy weights but that isn't true so they're selling yeah. you a lie That's and right. then you they're don't get the themselves. results they're absolutely to a, a membership or a, a personal training session or a whatever program that is. Exactly. but then you don't get the results you're expecting and no. then that will completely derail you for and yeah. turn you off of like any kind of fitness program, person, or industry because you're like, well, that didn't work, and I don't look like that girl, and I am bulky, or I haven't changed. What I want to clear up about that is that most people would go in and they would grab heavy weights and they would just start lifting. So you need a program because 
if you just start lifting, you don't know what you're going to end up with, first of all. So you want intentional training. So I always yeah. say to my clients, what's your wish list? So literally, give me your wish list. So I want toned arms. I want thigh gap. I want puffed up booty. I want bigger quads. Yes. I want my defined, <laughs> right? So whatever that is, yeah. <laughs> and then that is how your program is going to be designed by your trainer specifically for you and your desired results. Well, it makes sense. You can't just try and do something that works for other people one size when does you're not specifically fit looking for one thing. Right? And now the other thing is I would never deter somebody from just going in and trying. And like, because that's a great way to learn too. But if you have a goal and you're looking to reach this specific goal, there's a really great way to get you there. Like everything has a map or a recipe. So if you're going to bake something like a cake and you have no recipe, you'll probably do all right. And the cake will be pretty good. I feel like, no, it won't. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to just <laughs> make <No>. a cake. <laughs> it won't right? taste good. I love how your references are about cake. cake. It'll just right? be a soupy mess. Well, like. and, and think about it. Like, I always say, think about that because I love analogies for people because it makes them, ah, it's like those aha moments. Like, so if you're sitting there and somebody just says, okay, go bake a cake, no recipe, no ingredients. They're not going to tell you anything. They just, you have to know exactly what to do and, and go do that. I don't even know how to do that. I bake cakes all the time. <laughs> it's going to confuse your mind and you're going to be like, fuck this. I can't yeah. do it. I'm just going to go buy a cake. I'm going to go buy a cake. <laughs> but that's probably what happens. Instead of working out, they're like, fuck this. I'm getting a cake. <laughs> eat my sorrows away because I fucking tried and it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. So then what does... To, what does make you fit then? A combo? Cardio? Like so, resistance? So, so this is it. So you want to get a program that has cardio, toning, fat burning, all in one. So every single person needs those three things. Yes. 100%. Basically, you, you definitely need some weight training. You need some cardio toning. And, and, and you can combine them all into one so that you can condense your workout, which I used to go in and first I used to wake up in the morning and I would do one hour of cardio on the treadmill. Then I would go to the gym after work for one hour. There's Gosh. two hours of my day where I was exercising. And I have 10 times the results now from working about about I do 20 minutes in the morning stairs and I do a half hour workout 20 minutes 25 sometimes depending on the day but the reason why is because over the years I trained all different styles I did the weights I did the cardio I did I so I developed a sequence that works to give you the body the leanest most strongest body with not cutting out all your favorite things and that was where the kg lifestyle was born because i had competed for so long and been in that industry i learned so much i knew literally how to lean you out in fucking 10 days right i knew how to bulk you up nice. in five or all that kind of stuff but i was like but how do you have the physique just before like when you go on stage you look so lean and tight and everything's like that becomes addictive. You want to keep that body. And that's what everybody's trying to achieve is that not the specific, all the same shape and style, but that 
comfort of their level where they feel good and lean and you know and everything fits nice and all that so when i decided i wanted to create this company i that's what was my whole underlying reason behind it was i wanted everyone to feel good look good and just be at their best and i knew that there was a way to do that without having to be in the gym for hours a day and cutting out all your favorite things and all, all that kind of stuff. And it took years of living it and fucking up. Like I went, blew my body up. I was lean and then I was chubby and then I was full of water. And then I was this, cause I was tr always trying to keep this, this little physique, which was unmaintainable because as you're competing, you're on, very strict calories. You can't go drink. You can't go do anything. You don't have the energy to do it because your focus is like, win, go to the gym, train. I got to get bigger. I have to have bigger arms than her after this. And that's not fun for anybody. I felt that what everybody wants is to look good and feel good. And that's right. It. But, and that's an important thing to say though, all of that, because there is very specific like routines and diets if you are competing if you are trying right. to look a certain yeah. way for essentially like one purpose which is competitions like maybe that's your job mm -hmm. or maybe that's just like where you want to spend your time that's your hobby that's your interest your passion whatever that isn't like if that is your like only lifestyle then that makes sense but for somebody who works a nine to five job for somebody who has children someone just trying to be yes. healthy so there but that's the thing like people i think confuse all of that where it's like well look at this person they're like a full, like arnold schwarzenegger kind of body or like a pro wrestler or something like that that is a very specific exactly. lifestyle for that one reason that does not apply right. to somebody who just wants to feel good stay active um maintain yeah. like a healthy lifestyle yeah. yeah and but that's the thing like i think that's what gets very confusing because you hear like well they only eat protein and veggies well i can't do that well you don't yeah. need to do that and that's that's the element that i think gets missed a lot like i know that information is out there yeah but it's it's kind of trumped by like that more competitive fitness industry because that you know is like what they're doing for that specific reason so then people go down this like crazy rabbit hole of like i only eat chicken and broccoli right and that that's like the biggest uh disaster that you can possibly do and i did that and i thought because after I came out of my competition, I didn't want to get weight back on. I wanted to stay that nice lean body. So then I basically starved myself by just eating chicken and protein and chicken and protein. Ugh, you're going to like sick of that. And then after a while, you finally break and then you eat outside the chicken and the protein and you blow up because your body can't process it because it's, it's so long went without that type of foods it's literally only knows how to digest this other food. So then you put something else in, it's like pfft, everything stops. 
and then you inflammation just starts and the food sits there nothing moves you feel tired you feel exhausted you feel no energy you feel drained and then you quit and then you just go back to your old ways old way of eating everything starts coming back because it was just too hard you couldn't keep up with it and it probably was because you were trying to do something that's unattainable and unnatural for my client said to most me today people. Yeah, and she's, I love her to death, and she's amazing, and I've been working with her for a long time, and she, like, does so well, and then she'll go off and 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 not do her exercise or do her uh, eating clean, and then she always comes right back, and she, and then she'll say to me, and she said to me today, she said, okay, I'm gonna give it. I'm not cheating. I'm not doing anything. We're going to work out every single day from now for the next, for the next month. And I'm like, no, we're not. No, yeah. we're not doing that at all. Because I'm like, you know what you just did? You set yourself up for a complete failure. Because if you're going to, I said, I don't want to go for a, I said, even saying that makes me be like, oh, a whole month without like a treat or a little fun or a little something like who wants to live like that? That's not living. Yeah, absolutely. So then what is the right way to to keep that motivation because everyone can start off strong. Like I'm sure every gym in the world knows January 1st, yeah, yeah. the first week of January, everyone's on their resolutions and everyone has that motivation. But then very soon after, and, and it could be because, and I found this too, and I've like stopped working out and then started again. I, I don't feel energetic at, for the first while I feel exhausted. So I'll go to class and expect to be like, I'm coming home and I'm cleaning and I'm doing this, but I want to go to bed because I'm so tired. That's right. Well, and so here's why, because your body's detoxifying all of that stuff, chemicals, processed food, all the stuff that sits in there that God only knows what's in there, right? <laughs> so you're going through almost like a detoxification, right? Where your body is like, it's not sure what's going on and it's trying to start this new thing and get rid of all the old. Yeah. So it's exhausted. And then you're on top of that, but that's okay because that needs to happen. You have to go through that phase before you get out to the other side, you get rid of all that feeling. And it, it literally, I watched it happen over the last two months with a new client that I started working with and she literally lit, did just that. And it was like amazing to watch. It's like, it's, it's unbelievable to watch it happen because she carried a lot of weight in her belly and never could get rid of it and tried diets and diets and diets. But food synergies are foods that you pair together. So for instance, when you have say an apple, you're going to put a handful. And what I mean by handful is like eight almonds with the apple for instance. So what that's going to do is the protein, the raw form of protein. So that's a raw almond. It's got no sh like salt or all that crap in it. It's a raw almond and it's going to, the protein is going to break down the sugars in the fruit and use them as energy instead of storing on your body as fat. So pro that's why protein is so key. Um, diet is literally going to change your life. The diet is, I believe the diet is where you want to start with a program because that's going to change the way you feel about everything. Then the energy starts to come. Then you start to, it's almost like a motivation because you're, you're out of the haze. You're out of the fog. The food puts you in a fog and I'm swear to oh, God. Oh, 100%. That's totally true. 
Yeah, you and tell. you can see it on When you people. have, like, if I'm hungover and I eat McDonald's, I feel... It's so sluggish. Not only, like, my stomach hurts, but, yeah, so sluggish. And even, like, the next day, uh, I can I can feel I like it that. affects, like, my mood. I'm grumpy. Like, yeah. Listen, I will tell you, it is like drugs. I swear to God, it is drugs. They put addictive additives in the food that is why people are obese and going back and going back and going they're never satisfied because those foods aren't designed to satisfy you they're designed to keep you coming back for more that's why bill that's why mcdonald's is a multi-billion dollar industry and the health food stores are not you know like but when i'm hungover there's nothing that will cure it like a mcdonald's hash brown there is nothing like a mcdonald's hash brown (laughs) or four (laughs) so all of that information is so good and i also wanted to ask about supplements and like detox shakes and all that because that's another area that is shoved down your throat if you're on any kind of social media and you follow any like celeb or influencer like i feel like they're doing more damage than good quite frankly um and that's just my opinion Um, but what is the real deal with that? Like, should we all be detoxing and taking like all these weird little like powders and stuff to what I believe pretty much makes you just like crap yourself and have like explosive diarrhea for a week, which obviously will make you feel or look skinnier because you literally have nothing in your body. But is it actually helping you? Is it actually doing anything? No, no. Quick fixes, band-aids are the worst thing you could possibly do because eventually the problem's going to resurface again. You know, like if you don't go to the source of the problem. So if you're trying to fix your weight with skinny teas and freaking all these things, these fad diets and cutting out carbs and all that stuff, it's never going to be sustainable because you're setting yourself up for something that is only short term so you might get the results right away but then you're probably going to get 10 times the weight back and you're going to get the you're not going to benefit from what the actual exercise is going to bring you and not everybody needs all these supplements like people are taking stuff there is people that need specific supplements because they lack in certain areas or uh, depending on, on their health condition or whatever that is. But the normal person, the normal healthy person does not need all these supplements, teas, gadgets, da, 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 because your food is going to do exactly that for you. And so I know we had talked about the greens, taking greens. So if you are a person that hates greens and you can't get your greens in, maybe that might help you. But here's the thing, they're synthetic. They're not pure and they have different ingredients in them. So you're not getting the, the, the benefits of the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals and all the stuff from like the fruit or whatever that you would if you had made a shake. So, I mean, there's something to be said. Like, you're supposed to eat the food. Your body is breaking it down for a reason because it's distributing all the nutrients that are in the food throughout your body for all the reasons it needs to be doing that. That's right. And, And that's, like, where I get confused sometimes, too, because, like, I consider myself a healthy person. I have a balanced diet. I really do mm-hmm. eat as clean as I possibly yeah. can. But I do get caught up in, like, the supplements and vitamins and, like, what do I need? Right. So I – and tell me if I should be taking yeah. this. 
um, like, you know, for a 35 range female, mm-hmm. um, that is fairly healthy. Like I'm taking a multivitamin with collagen, yeah. um, a magnesium D magnesium D3, yeah. a omega and B12s. Okay. And that's all I take. Okay. That's good. But do you need the B12s? Is that something? I don't know. Right? I feel like I should take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you right? tell us. And so here's, yeah, yeah. So here's what I. I'm not even really sure I know what they I do. know. Exactly. Well, I, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing, right? It's just you heard it was supposed to do exactly. the wonderful thing. And, and they are great if your body needs that. But a lot of the time we don't need those specific supplements. So we're just basically wasting money and putting things in our body that we really don't need. And then peeing and pooing them out. Exactly. And so you're just basically throwing out money. Right. Now, all of these things you can literally get through your food. Okay, but what about collagen? Because it feels like every healthy person still takes collagen Collagen, supplements. 100%. Take the collagen. The collagen, not only is it going to be good for your body, or sorry, your hair, nails, and skin, it's good for your body, your bones, your joints. It's going to help. Um, So I have no cartilage in my knees because of like over excessive sports over the years. And I think it's genetic too. And I used to ride horses. I don't really know exactly what, but I find the collagen makes a huge difference in my joints. So, so if you could take literally one single thing, always just take the card, uh, the collagen collagen. Yeah. I would take the collagen and I would take my BCAs. I, I take AMRAP. It's, um, branch chain amino acids and they're going to help you build lean muscle and burn fat. Um, this one has L-carnitine in it, and that's a fat metabolizer. So what that's going to do is help. So say you have uh, arm fat or belly fat or the sides, you know, everybody's got their spot that they carry more fat. So that's going to help metabolize the fat in that area so that it breaks it up and it's not sitting on your skin in that area right is that something you would take only if you are working out like if that if you're exercising regularly or would you because i take bcaas but i i exercise almost daily and i take them as i'm exercising i also take eaas (laughs) um i'm like what's that yeah it's like a recovery, so like right after. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah Instead yeah. of a protein. Well, so yeah. here's the thing. Instead of save your money. Oh, God. Save your money. <laughs> save your money and have a protein shake. Okay. Right? <laughs> That's good it news. Is good. Yeah. This is the thing. We, they, the, the health industry is great, and I love all the products that they do have out there, but what they do is they're like a pre and a before and an after and an after and a replenish. And a during and, and a pause. And, and, that, and, that, and that and that and I'm like, oh, my God. Who can afford all that? And why would you want to put, why are you, you, your body is designed to function at an insane rate. You're designed to be like athletic. You're designed, it's the things that we have done over the years that have destroyed that, right? Well, that makes perfect sense because there wasn't TV and cell phones a hundred years ago. Or McDonald's. You on your farm or your land or McDonald's. That's right. So you, your lifestyle was always very physically demanding. That's right. Especially if, like, for those that were kind of like, um, I don't know, peasants. Yeah, well, <laughs> Unless true. you were wealthy, unless you were very wealthy or like royalty, yeah. you were 
living a very physical lifestyle. Very. Working. It's a miracle that we're not all literally like oh, 500 pounds. Like our bodies are doing like overtime adapting yeah. to all this shit. Pollution even like how the hell we are not all riddled Just with acne oh, and in the air. so yeah, fat. I don't know. Yeah. And it's so true. It's like it, it's, it's unbelievable the food that's in the industry. I heard something about um, uh, Subway. Did you hear that? About the Subway bread? Oh, God. Something about the plastic in it or oh, something. Oh, okay. I, I shouldn't say anything because I this is like things. Because Subway's a healthy <laughs> choice. Exactly. And that's like, oh, my God. So it's terrifying because it's like, what do you do, right? But you got to just yeah. literally, you got to like try to just eat as much of the and I don't mean like you have to make everything from scratch you know what I mean like there's like for instance when you have Sunday comes and your week is going to be ahead of you and you know you need meals well cook all kinds of protein so I always tell my clients make some turkey burgers some chicken burgers like actual patties so then you can have them with rice wrap or you can have them in a lettuce wrap or you can add it to a chili you can make a chili like there's so many things you can make a big chicken buy a big chicken and put all kinds of veg in around with garlic and stuff throw it in the freaking thing and let it cook for the day you can feed off that for like three days on different meals you know like it's like simplifying it so that you're not feeling like you can't do it because if you are starting a diet and you've got to prepare this meal, prepare that meal, prepare that meal, it's not going to work. You need to keep it simple and easy with foods that are going to work for you, that are meant to work together to give you the results that you're looking to to, to achieve. Well, the food synergy that you talked about before, like that is something that I think, and we bring this up all the time, is something that you need to be taught at a very early age on how foods work together inside your body. All of these things I have very recently learned about, like, in my adulthood. And not, like, when I turned 18. Like, a couple years ago. And it's just not something that is forefront in your life unless you are invested in, like, the fitness industry in some capacity. Even if you are just someone who's like, I really want to try and work out, like, regularly and understand, like, what works for my body. But you have to go searching for that information. It is not, like part of your life it's yeah. not something that you but grow up not learning. just searching you, you're weeding exactly 100%. and you have to talk to the you're right people like shifting through. and but exactly. as like a child like in school yes you learn about the four food groups and you learn about like the good and the bad but it's so basic and it's not enough and that's when you start making bad choices right or it's not that you're necessarily making them bad or you think you're you making just a don't good understand. choice yeah yeah. And your parents don't know either. They know way less than us. Yeah, we've been misguided our whole lives and things, people are all becoming more conscious now. So yeah. they're, even the health industry and like things that are coming out and like with YouTube is amazing because people now are like, there's so many channels like doctors that are actually have their own channels that explain these types of like how your body works, what foods are good. There's like so much great information and like don't listen to some random dude that's just started a YouTube. Look for credible like, sources. Um, authentic and and yes, reliable sources like 
doctors, like Dr. Berg. Check him out on uh, YouTube. He's my favorite. I do so much learning there because he literally just chalks up everything about the human body and how it works and how it breaks things down. And he's all about it. He's amazing. It's a wonderful place to go to kind of start to get familiar with like why things might be certain. Like, for instance, women carry a lot of um, cellulite. A lot of women carry cellulite. So that can be cured by upping your potassium. Interesting. Very simple. Very interesting. Right? So a, a banana a day times, keeps the cellulite away? Yeah. So a lot <laughs> of the times, cellulite is just that your potassium levels are too low because uh, humans are supposed to consume, I believe it's like 5,200 milligrams of potassium I per hate day. I hate potassium. Around... I mean, I hate bananas. <laughs> well, so do I. What? I get, I get sick well, from How? Them. Okay, so I'm just looking at my greens powder, and there's 0% potassium in your daily value. I don't even know why they'd put it on there, so screw this. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, that's, like, just that alone, because women, that's, like, what, the t- one of the top three things that women, like, struggle with and complain about and freak out about yeah. is cellulite. Do they even know that? And why, do, why have we never yeah, heard I've of that? Yeah, I've never heard of that. It was funny. I did, a post, I did a post about that because I have a shake that is geared for that. So I tested it because I was like, is this going to actually work? And it worked. And so – You got rid of your cellulite? Be- yeah. Well, I didn't really have a lot. Obviously. But I had, like <laughs> – well, I work my ass off, literally. So I'm like, this can't be, yeah. you know, like, what is the issue here? So then I go researching and I go to reputable sites and I find this, that that can be. So then I test it and it works and I'm like, wow. But now here's the thing. Not everybody can just go add load a whole bunch of potassium because that can be unhealthy for people that have high potassium so for instance somebody that had a kidney disease that would be could be detrimental uh, detrimental to them yes because they can't so this goes back to what you said from the get-go research like don't just like hear this and then take a whole bunch of bananas and then you're cured (laughs) so and the other thing is is I always say this is first of all before you start any program if you've had any kind of a hard time or if like you know yourself whether it's what you're doing or there's something going on with your body right you know okay yeah. well I'm clearly I'm, I'm eating shit four days a week so clearly you know you gotta maybe be honest with yourself but if you're one of those people that you're not you've you've kind of cleaned up your your eating and you're not exercising a lot but you're not noticing any difference and you're sluggish and you're tired and you're exhausted and you're you're nothing's really working then that could be your thyroid and so having a blood test done before you start any program is i i always recommend that because if you start a program and you're a month into it and you're really giving your heart and soul and you're working so hard and you're not seeing any results, you know that what that does to the soul? Yeah. And that's yes, a really good point too. And that's something that I've never heard any trainer say. And that's not to say that there's, I'm, I mean, like how many trainers have I really talked yeah, to? Yeah. But like, that's just a piece of information that I think is so valuable. And exactly because yeah. some people may never find out. And they think no. that, oh, well, my body just doesn't get fitter. I'm giving up and I just don't have it. And I'm it's not meant to for be me, a potato. And I'm discouraged now. Yeah. 
And I feel so bad because I worked with so many people in that space where they didn't know what was happening and why they weren't losing weight and why are they so tired and why don't I don't have energy and I'm just, I'm cold all the time and I'm this and I'm like, go get your thyroid checked. Yeah. Sure enough, they have hypothyroid. So that's literally you, that's your motor. So if there's something like that, that's an issue, there's nothing that you can do to change that. Some, sometimes you can help it, but thyroid often tends to be, you have to go on medication, Synthroid. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's fine. Like that, that makes sense because if you, if have, you have a condition it. like that. Yeah. I like how you said that we are programmed to like feel good. Like we're not, yeah. we don't have to, we're not meant to feel like shitty yeah, no. or sick or tired or anything on the reg. Like usually there's a reason for that. So I think a lot of the time we get really accustomed to it, especially like in winter months, it's dark. Right. We get accustomed to not feeling all our best. 100%. Our mood isn't the best, but that there could be a reason for that. And we don't just have to settle for not feeling That's at the right. top of our game it's all the time. It's not always that you're just uh, a boring lazy tired person that's not it yeah. you know so we sh- we can be operating more maximized exactly and and whenever somebody says that i love when people tell me that because i'm like let i can't wait to change this you're for like you. i'm gonna prove you I'm so wrong you feeling so goddamn good you're gonna be like why didn't i do this sooner oh god i mean that I must be the, the best trainer ever like why didn't i do this sooner that's like the problem because and I'm I love working out I need it for my mental health as well as my physical health but for me it is actually more mental for me like once I yeah yes whether I'm doing cardio or weights or combination like I leave the gym feeling like I can take on the world and that's right and I need it because like I have a very demanding job I have yeah. two young kids I have a husband so all yeah. those things equate to like stress yes. 100% <laughs> um, no, but like in all seriousness like my self-care baby is wonderful and they're I love them but I mean it's just it's just it is self-care and it's so important and I just I can't stop thinking about like how you said like get a blood test before you start yes. like a fitness program because like that is something that I've never done. I've never even thought about. Yeah. I feel like I'm probably... You have to ask for it specifically because they won't just test you. Even when you do your, your yearly physical, they won't they just don't. test you, you to see to if you're go, deficient. You have to go yeah. and ask. And so here's the freaking craziest thing. I have a client and I she's menopausal. So I wasn't sure. She lost eight pounds the first week. The next two weeks, nothing. Losing inches, but no weight. That can happen a lot of the time because your body is is transferring almost. And they say that you can't turn fat into muscle, but you're burning the fat and you're creating muscle. So sometimes that just balances out. Her For her, that's what was happening. So I had a sneaky suspicion that there might be something up because she is menopausal. So I wanted her to get her thyroid checked. So basically you're a doctor as well. Yeah. Well, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yes, I am. No. So what it is is the doctors, and I I shouldn't say this, there's lots of amazing doctors out there that care so much about their patients, but there's lots that just either they don't. They're either overworked or they're who knows what's going on in their life that just they want to just get you out and into the next and get you out and into the next and get you out. And well, a lot of the time, the Western medicine doesn't take into account 
any sort of holistic approaches. Right. Any sort of alternative approaches, which for obviously in the case of like a thyroid disease, that's not it. But that's right. there are a lot of things that can be considered instead of Western way of approaching exactly. medicine. Exactly. Well, and they and, don't. So Yeah. And usually what they want to do is leave you where you are or throw medication at you. You know, or tell you you're like, fine. Doctors do that a lot. You're fine. Like, I know my body, you know, and, and that's so annoying. And, you know, I, I like I could talk to you forever about especially the food synergies. We'll have to have you back on to really yes. like, discuss that because I think that is something super important. I love, Lauren, how you said that for some reason we're not ever taught that. Like no. uh, one small one I know is vitamin D and calcium. You need one. I don't know which one, but you need one to be able to ingest or in, like Absorb take in the, the other, other one. And yeah. we're not even told this ever nobody's informed so that's right this, this is something that needs to be super these addressed are the things we should prevalent. have been taught in school you know 100 percent. we say that every yeah. episode with everything we're gonna we're do taught a whole from our experts, segment but... or show on the things we should have been yeah. taught in school because but oh nutrition God, is like, certainly up you there even, uh, did you even like when do you remember back in school when they would say um go study go study or whatever yeah. or, or concentrate or focus how do you focus what is focus yeah, yeah, that's you know that yeah, we really were never point. taught. <laughs> I've never like, learned it. How to even focus on that teacher? What you just like stare at them? Like <laughs> you, we were never taught like to quiet the mind and how to actually focus on something. Well, we've said that a lot too. Kids should be taught to have uh, a moment of silence, a meditation, like 100%. a mindfulness section, and not not a whole yeah. not a whole course, but no, like a simple five, five minutes, minutes a day, a day. like. Just yeah. to center themselves in their own body and listen to their own mind and get in touch with themselves. Absolutely. But you know what? That was, that's, that's all intentional. We were never meant to be taught that. We were not supposed to be taught that because I truly believe that we all are superhuman if we know how to access our tools that we've all, we've all got. We've well, all got the tools. I, I agree. Like totally. We weren't meant to be taught that, but I think because like, it was just lack of knowledge and understanding for the since the dawn of time Maybe since start. humans but but there is so many cultures that if you like research like you do see that they had certain they little that. things and but that's the thing they've been doing this since the dawn of yes, time so it's north american culture that just doesn't know what to it do is about right? anything yeah we live in a government driven world yeah. the government is all about them they want sick people so that the health care they want they 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 want they don't want people to be conscious and know that they can literally manifest and create their dream life because they want you to need this product they're going to throw at you and this service and this thing and the TV's constantly. They want you they to be dependent. This, you need dependent. This. They want you to be dependent. They don't want you to know what power you have. Right. And yeah. the more they distract you, and it starts within fucking school with the children, you're completely distracted. Nothing. Well, you're taught to be a, like a sheep, you know, like yeah, a cattle. Like we're all hoarded in there and, exactly. and expected to conform exactly and learn the same way. And we really just we don't. Can't. And no. I think that's why we have a lot of problems that now with awareness, we're starting to try to fix at least on an individual like basis and and one of those things is nutrition one of those things is fitness and yeah. and, and the synergy between those two life. right and like the fact that 100%. they have to go hand in yeah. hand as well and I mean yeah. that so that is one of the things I want to ask you too is like do you subscribe to the idea of it's like 80% diet 20% exercise yes, yes I do I truly believe that because 
I, I, I honestly believe like you don't need a lot of exercise to maintain. And I, and I know this because I work with a lot of clients, like my mother, for instance, she's 65 years old and she just started her program because she was, my mom was the type of, Oh, I don't have time to cro create my own meals for this. And I don't have time to exercise it. Oh my God. If we all had time to do that and look after ourselves that way, this was her mindset. So last year she had high blood pressure. She had cholesterol, high cholesterol. She was on medication for both her, chin and everything was like up here like she was not big big she was swollen and she made me nervous it scared me because I said there's something more going on than just weight you are swollen you're swollen all over inflammation and so everywhere yep. and that's a huge thing and too that you don't really oh, learn about or hear about like you don't un you don't no, understand never, it you don't know never. where it comes from we don't know what it is half the time well or how to fix it with well right and with my detox diet that's Literally what that does, you can't possibly lose seven pounds of fat in seven days. That's not even healthy. What it is, is shit, water, inflammation, Options. all that stuff sitting under your skin. So that's why I stuff always... Stuff you don't want in you. <laughs> right? And when you do that and you clean all that in, and, it's, and I don't do juice detoxes. It's food. It's all food and it's good food. And every client is like, how am I going to lose weight eating all this food? And I'm like, shut up and trust me. Call me in a week yeah. and tell me what you weigh. And they're like, how did you do that? Well, we need this. But we need this. <laughs> it's the food synergy. Yeah. And so that's, I think that's a huge part of, um, of being successful with a health uh, program is the beginning stages. First of all, you want to have your um, program that is, so something that's going to excite you. That's like, for me, I am all about fun. Everything has to be fun or I don't want to do it. So I make all my work fun. Even the stuff I don't like to do, I'll take a silly moment and just make myself have fun, right? Because there's like, when I'm in the office, that's not my forte. I don't like doing the paperwork. I like being with people and the energy and the exchange and the this and the vibe and all that stuff. But I always wanted to have work be fun because then it's not work right so Love what you do you know and yeah and so when you have a program so for instance I always start my people off on the detox and they do that for seven days and then it's like a little reward because they're like they feel so good and proud and they're down seven pounds so you're literally like starting off with like a mindset like I'm gonna fucking kill this because you've showed yourself what you can do and so it's like starting, it's like, it's like a fresh starting point. It's like, I've left that old me behind all that shit and chemicals are back there and they are not going to catch me and I am going to keep going. And so it's like almost like a mental reset for people so that they can almost feel like they're starting off on a fresh slate. Absolutely. You, know, you need the foundation, right? You do. You do. Because when you start, it's like. Okay, so I got to drink water. I got to clean up my diet. I got to exercise every day. I got to go to sleep every night. Like, what exercise do I do? What food do I eat? And then it's just, it's overwhelming. So it's so freaking easy when you understand it. It's, it's just, it's the, all the things at once. It's like anything. If you have a list of, of what you need to do in one week and you just write it down and you try to think about how you're going to get it all done in that moment that you're sitting there you're going to get overwhelmed and you're probably going to throw the list away and you're probably not going to do anything 
And if you just have one thing on your list each day and this, oh, I'm going to do this. I can do that. Then you build on that. And that's how you build momentum, willpower, strength, confidence. And that's literally how you start to become a new person and you you start firing new neural pathways. Your brain starts thinking different. You feel clear. You feel vibrant. You feel you just feel and see things in a new light. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think there's any better way to to wrap up today that is like the best piece of advice the most motivating piece of advice and uh the best like way to to end this for our listeners yeah, so yeah, thank you, know you what for i want to tell everybody too is to just trust the process and keep going and it's usually i always say 21 days to form a habit so yeah three weeks and if you can do between two and three weeks if you can really Get a good program, not working out seven days a week, not like dieting seven days a week. This is a solid program where you work out, say, five days a week. You eat clean five days a week. Then then your trainer works with you to create your days around that so that you have... You don't feel overwhelmed. You feel excited. You should feel excited about your new life. You should be ready to rock it and you should have that all the... The, the things you need behind you that are going to support that so that your work is going to be, um, uh, it, it's going to, it's going to pay off. You know, there's nothing worse than when you spend money on something and then you try and it doesn't work and it like sets you back even further than you were before. For sure. So for sure it's just when you feel like quitting or you feel like this isn't working or that just keep going a little longer. I You'll promise. see those that's, inches that's, fall off. Yeah, it will. It'll eventually kick. It's like it's like brushing your teeth after a while. You know, you don't get up in the morning and be like, I do not want to brush my teeth today. <laughs> yeah. It just becomes well, second right? nature. But but when you're a kid, you do everything to not brush your teeth. You're like, yeah. I don't need to brush my teeth. I don't know why we do that. We just don't want to. But as an adult, you realize how good it makes you feel. But you're, you couldn't imagine not you brushing couldn't your teeth. You couldn't imagine how dirty your teeth are getting. They it's would disgusting. feel your breath would stink. And same thing. It's like yeah. literally. That's a good analogy. There's another one of those like winning analogies that will carry us through that. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for like literally every single thing you said today. Yes. Oh, you're so (laughs) You're like such an amazing ball of energy that just like is so Uh, inspiring and like so like intoxicating and you just feel like feel good talking to you. I feel better. And um, I I just have one quick question because I think this is also like the question that so many people have can you eat yeah. carbs if you are trying yes 150 percent. you cannot cut out carbs carbs okay carbs so are not the enemy so carbs and all is back brain. right in the world so <laughs> our, our internal needs certain food right to function so carbs are your brain food protein is your body food fat is going to burn fat and sugar Fruit is going to give you the nutrients and antioxidants that you need. Oh my God. That just like summed up all you need to know about, I feel right? like, about diets. So, I mean, no. we need to like put that on a t shirt because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. that is like super valuable. So There's our merch. 
It really is. And it's like protein will never make you muscly and big. It'll actually do the opposite. So I know a lot of people think that they shouldn't eat too much protein because they're going to gain all this muscle or they shouldn't eat carbs because they're going to get fluffy. Now, you have to eat the right amount and the right ones. So now if you're eating rice every day, then that's probably not the best carb to have, right? So yeah. sweet, potato sweet potatoes is a better option and you're going to want to alter it. So certain days you want to have higher carbs, certain days you want to have lower carbs. And I know that that can be another whole yeah, for sure. conversation. Yeah. We will have you back on to talk food synergies because we'll I think diet, that is just yeah. Literally yeah, just a diet. whole other just element, diet. a whole other realm of information yeah. that people need to understand better to achieve yeah. whatever they're trying to achieve. So, I mean, Carla, yeah. thank you. Thank you so much. This has been so informative you, and girls. so fun. And you have such a great story yeah. um, because I think it's inspiring to know that You've gotten to where you are, not because you lived a crazy fitness, healthy lifestyle your no. whole life. You actually were completely the opposite and came yeah. like to a new place and found yourself again. So that's so beautiful. And we cannot wait to have you back on. So tell everybody For where sure. they can find you because I feel like everybody needs to contact you, become uh, a client of yours, or follow oh, any so of your processes. So you can get a hold of me at Carla Gillis on Instagram or Facebook. I have a website. It's called KG Lifestyle. And you can email me. All my emails are on both my sites. Um, And I think one thing I want to leave off for everybody is that whatever your desperation is, whatever your setback or you feel that is your obstacle, your whatever that is, that will become your inspiration. So you have to, and the name of your show is perfect for that, the perspective. You have to see it from a different perspective because what is hindering you is the very thing that's going to be your strength and is going to like inspire your change. Oh, I love that. So thank you. Embrace, embrace that. What is embrace the things that are, that are going wrong in your life. Embrace the, the, uh, desperation. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank Thank you so much again. And we'll chat with you soon. And as always follow us at perspective underscore podcast. And we can't wait to chat with you again. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.